0: Welcome to the Rafa and the Heathen education series where we discuss all things Asatru. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel and share. Before you start seeking out a kindred, there's a few things that you need to know about kindreds in general and how they operate and how they run. Uh, Kindreds are small groups of Asatru practitioners that span the globe. Each are individual and unique in their own way, but there are some common practices that each one has, though they vary from kindred to kindred. Some kindreds prefer not to use the term kindred and go with such terms as clan, group, or other. But for the purposes here, we will be referring to them all as kindreds. Most of your kindreds are based around a monarchy of which one person is the decision-maker and the rest fall into line. Some kindreds are centralized around a democracy where the people take votes and are active in the decision-making process. My kindred is set up much like the US government, where either Gothi have the right to change or veto anything I feel would harm our kindred. Underneath me is a small group of elders, and we vote on subjects to get the desired outcome. The rest of the kindred has a voice, but not a vote. We have a total of seven elders and two gothar for a total of nine votes. An odd number helps keep a tiebreaker. The number nine is riddled throughout the sagas and is a very special number, as we'll talk about later in other chapters of this podcast. At the head of each group is a leader. He or she is responsible for the total well-being of the people, distributing emergency relief funds, setting up events, establishing and maintaining a board members, performing rites and bloats, and even marrying people. There are a variety of titles for said leader, depending upon the circumstances. Here are the two most common. A chieftain. Uh, This is the chosen leader amongst a group of Asatrúr. This person has earned their title amongst their kin, but has no root in the mainstream Gothar. This kind of leader is selected from a group and is placed in the position by his people. Whereas Gothar, or Agothi, or Githia. Is one who has sworn an oath from another member of the Gothar to be a representative of Asatr. The oath that is sworn is never-ending and will continue even upon death. There is speculation on whether they are reincarnated and sent back to Midgard or just live in the afterlife as one. There is no guarantee that once you swear the oath that anyone will follow you or even attend your rites. There is no governance to this either, even though most of us who have earned our title wish there was. There are those who claim to be Gothar who cannot trace their origin back to another Gothar. These people usually are elected by their kindred to lead them, which would classify them as a chieftain. To tell the difference, it is simple. And should you encounter one who claims to be Gothar, just ask where they got that title to find out if they truly are a member of the Gothar or if they're a chieftain. Either leadership is fine, and the gods definitely will be present, but there is a discernible deference. There are other titles that each kindred should have to keep their frith amongst their members, such as law speaker. This person is elected amongst the kindred. Each kindred has or should have a law speaker. This person is responsible for keeping written track of the laws and oaths made to the kindred. The primary responsibility is to ensure that none can violate the law of the kindred, not even the leader, without penance. This position, we have found, plays an essential role in keeping peace amongst the kindred. On the note of oaths, oaths are very serious business amongst us at and should never be taken lightly. An oath sworn before kin upon the sacred ring of the community affects everyone involved in the kindred. Therefore, the leader, be it gothi or chieftain, should use discretion when allowing anyone to swear an oath. Penance should be paid to the rest of the kindred should the person fail in their endeavor. The chief financial officer is another title that definitely needs to be in place. In a kindred, this person is responsible for overseeing the payments of dues. Dues are necessary to keep day-to-day operations going. It pays for ritual supplies, feast items, booth rentals, promotions, kids' activities, streaming equipment, member costs, and other necessities. Everyone in the kindred is responsible for the finances of the kindred, and it should never fall on one person to cover everyone. A small, reasonable fee for everyone should be in place to help with the financial burden of the kindred. These are the three essential positions, and more can be added to, such as the secretary, social media rep, membership coordinator, marketing rep, etc. Some kindreds prefer to stay under the radar of the government, and will not file the paperwork for a 501c3. Though the gods will be present in most of these kindreds, it does not give members religious protection from employers and other entities. When all is said and done, this is a business, and you must put safeguards in place to ensure not only the protection of your members, but the prosperity of your kindred. Plus, without registering your business, anyone can come along and steal your kindred name. Remember, Asitruq. Is the spiritual practice of the ancient Norse people evolved for modern times? It is not an excuse to get completely wasted and wreak havoc on the outside world. If Asatru is to survive, we must get rid of that drunken Viking stigma that surrounds us. stunts stanzas ten through fourteen, speak out against overdrinking. And I have personally witnessed way too many good kindreds fall because of too much alcohol. Stanzas 127 and Declaration 127. There are those who seek to use Asatru to discriminate against those without bloodlines tracing back to what we'll call the Aryan nations. This is entirely false and there is plenty of evidence to support the fact that many different ethnicities practiced and participated in Norah's religious practices. Their failure to recognize cold hard evidence will be their demise. My favorite story on this is the beginning of each battle, the ancient warriors would cast a spear etched with runes into the battlefield, dedicating all the slain in the battlefield as sacrifice to Odin for his battle at Ragnarok. They did not just dedicate those of variant descent, it was all of them. Stanzas 127 is attached to this declaration as it states when you see misdeeds, speak out against them and give your enemies no peace. This is in reference to speaking out against all that is not right. Whether that's within your kindred or within your community, we must not allow misdeeds to go unpunished. This goes for more than just racism. It goes farther beyond that. It goes for everything. A firm foundation with this in mind will ensure a prosperous future for you and your kindred. If you enjoyed this podcast and would like to know more, go ahead and hit that subscribe button and follow us where we do weekly podcasts on the spiritual practices of Asatru, Norse mythology, and Norse history. Don't forget to share this with your friends as well. You can also follow us on Facebook. Just search Raven's Hollow Kindred and accept the rules and guidelines where there is a link to our Discord server where you can become a member of our kindred and receive early access to this podcast. See you all next week. Hail!